0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Players Only Podcast on Scarlet Gray Sports Radio. I'm your host Cami Cordycox, and I'm Reagan Milliken. And today we've got a special guest. Tell me your name. I'm Sam Hackenbrack, my hero. Sam Hackenbrack, absolute stud on the softball team, and my hero, the one and only Sam Hackenbrack. Yes. Yeah, so let's give a little rundown about last week's game, Sammy. Um, we played. Did we play? Purdue. Purdue. How do you think that series went, Sam? Uh, pretty good. Pretty good. That's all you got to say. I mean, it could have went better. What do you want me to say? But wait. I think it's good to talk about the bounce back. We lost the first game. Okay. Okay. We did lose the first game. And we fought our way through the second and after being down 8 to 0. We have third inning. It's crazy that we won
1: this game. I still can't believe it. Yeah, me neither.
0: Uh, then we came back I mean, ended up winning that series and now we're headed into minnesota and it is senior weekend this weekend but fortunately for everyone on the team we get another year of sam hackenbrag right yeah, that's right so was that a hard because you're a senior this year so is it a hard decision to come back for a fifth year or no nope but i plan on coming back for my fifth year since my first year got taken away <laughs> why is it so important do you think that you get this extra year because of it being taken away from you
1: well Okay. So my freshman year, obviously we have a really long season. So we got only to spring break, which is like three weeks out of the entire season. And as soon as we got to spring break, we play like three games and that's when I first got the opportunity to play was on that trip. So I started my first game. I hit two home runs that weekend. So I realized that I was actually going to play it out. Um, and then our season got canceled so yeah i had in my mind that i was going to be a great player at ohio state and that i was going to take full advantage of my time here what was like your first initial thought whenever you heard that covid canceled your senior um i don't even remember it was so bizarre it was so bizarre we were all i it was unlike anything ever you know, they just canceled my entire higher season and told you, like, you're going home tonight and you're moving out of your dorm tonight. So we literally got on a flight, flew home. My parents came, packed me up, and I went home, and that was that. Like, that was my first year of college. That's crazy. It was crazy.
0: And talking about you saying that you're going to be a great player, let's just talk about this year alone. I mean, we just posted on Twitter, we're talking about Big Ten play. And you're leading the Big Ten for total bases, which is 49. You're leading the Big Ten and Big Ten play with 26 hits. And you've got the second-best batting average in Big Ten play, which is 473. And then you're on base and slugging percentage combined. That's You're a your second for that. And then slugging percentage, you're uh, astonishing, 891, which is second. And then you're also second for RBIs in the Big Ten and Big Ten play, which is twenty two. So Sam, my question to you is I've got I obviously Reagan and I were here for this entirety of the season and Big Ten play is kind of uh later on in the year and you've just absolutely been killing it, like which is no surprise to us because you know we played with you for this the second year now. We know how good you are, everyone guys softball. If you know about guys softball, you know Sam Hackenbrack. So um what was it kind of like the start of the year I know it started off slow which for everyone else it would have been pretty average but for you it would consider slow just because of how good you are and everything that you've accomplished so kind of talk about like where you were mentally to begin the year and like how frustrating that was and then like just how you held on and like kind of pulled
1: through mentally I (laughs) was at my lowest of low um I, I don't know, like softball for me, my entire life prior to the beginning of this year has always been like, I stepped on the field and I knew who I was and I knew I was going to be one of the best players, but you know, coming back from my surgery at the beginning of the year and only having less than a month to actually prepare for the season kind of sent me into shock a little bit and I didn't really think that would the way it did, so when I first you know when we first started playing I couldn't get out of my own head it was full-on panic every time I stepped into the box um so yeah I I don't even know how to explain it it was I wasn't myself I couldn't play like myself I couldn't relax and be myself on the field um and I've never experienced failure like that in college the way I did at the beginning of the year so it was just really hard uh my dad didn't even know what to do with me, and he's not like that at all. Oh, so, damn. Yeah, I mean, he cried quite a few tears with me. I'm not gonna lie; it was it was hard on it was hard on me. I didn't know how to handle it. I didn't know how to respond. I didn't handle a lot of the beginning of the year the correct way. Uh, so yeah. Thank God we're back. <laughs> well, you're definitely way uh, more
0: than back after we just talked about all of your stats, but. Um, you brought up how you got shoulder surgery and um, how you only had, like, a month to prepare for the season after coming back for all your rehab and getting fully cleared and everything. Do um,
1: you want know, maybe you want to talk about how, like, difficult cult just, like, surgery was and, like, the recovery aspect? Yeah. Yeah. So when I tore, when well, I initially tore my labrum last year and, you know, couldn't catch anymore, Paul, and... They didn't really let me run or anything either. I was really only hitting. Like, even at practice and stuff we would condition, I wasn't allowed to run. Um, and then I had my surgery, and I blew up. I gained probably, like, 25 pounds. Uh, so, no, listen, hold We're listening, Sam. It's so rudder. It was it like I'm trying to fight my way back you know, as a player, and get back to where I was as a player, but then I just had to work so much harder because I needed to lose, you know, 25 pounds that I had gained from sitting around the entire summer and not doing anything but, like, my shoulder rehab, and, you know, uh, I wasn't eating the best, but, yeah, not doing anything but shoulder rehab all summer, first of all, was ext- was way more painful than I ever could imagine. imagined. It was awful, Ron. But yeah, so I had to work my way back in that aspect too, aspect too. I remember the
0: um first game last year where you couldn't catch and I just remember you throwing warming up and then you were just like I you just like can't even bear the pain anymore to throw. And then you were like, Well obviously you're saying hack your back. So first thought is like, all right, well, we need you to hit so uh we need you to be in this VH spot. And um it was just funny looking back at the season because Literally, I think you led every offensive set we could have possibly had, and then you had a torn shoulder the entire time. So it just kind of like no one would have guessed. Yeah, that. it just people were more like, "Why isn't Sam catching?" And it's she was still like, just absolutely killing and hitting. So everyone right. was just like, you couldn't even tell anything was wrong with her based on her stats, and if you came and watched her hit, so it's like, what? Why? Yeah, why wouldn't she be catching? But, mm-hmm. um. Which is interesting to think about. Do you think, so
1: you don't think it, like, affected your swing at all last year? No, uh, and really I think the reason why I had such a great year last year playing with a torn shoulder is because, like, my mentality was that I didn't have anything to lose. Like, in the back of my mind it was, I, I'm playing with a torn shoulder, so, like, if I don't have success, then... This is going to sound terrible, but I was going to blame it on the fact that I'm playing with a torn shoulder. So I played very freely and, you know, like, I had nothing to lose. And I think that's what helped me so much. And You know, obviously it was really painful, but swinging didn't really bother me until pretty close to the end of the year. Like, I remember when we got to Knoxville, I couldn't even do my on-deck routine anymore because my shoulder was literally, like, popping out. It was just... But yeah,
0: those being your roommate that weekend, we got to spend some quality time together. Yeah. Literally the night we, the I think it was the night before we lost actually, but we we're sitting there and we're <laughs> just sitting there in our hotel room, and she's like looking up pictures of the doctor rooms where she's gonna get surgery, and I'm like, why would you do that? She's like freaking out over there. I'm like. And that's the worst thing you could possibly be looking at is where you're going to get surgery. She's so like, look at these rooms. I'm going to, I'm like, oh my goodness, Sam. That would be the furthest thing from your mind right now. But she's over there. Like, yeah, those right God. Yeah, I don't know how many people that would just be, yeah, I was like, what? So we talked a little bit about um, slumps. And slumps in softball and baseball, those are sports that it's so easy to like, feel like you're getting in the slump because you fail so much in the sport because like you look at people with 300 batting averages and that's three for 10 and that's failing that's below 50 percent by longing and that's good three for 10 is really good so if you take out and you get down and like you're over 10 and you think like oh for 10 wow like that in the long scheme that doesn't mean that much because you get so many bats a game but like you're like oh for 10 oh my gosh it's so easy to think like i'm going in the slump and everything like that so i remember earlier um this season, you were batting, I think, was it eighth or eighth in the lineup? And it's just funny because, like, I've obviously been – Ray and I have seen Ohio State softball and we followed for, like, since before I got here, obviously last year being here and, like, seeing, like, her name, like, eighth in the lineup, like, what kind of did that – like, what did that, like, feel like?
1: Uh, yeah, that for me was, like, a gut punch. Um, You know, I never thought after my previous years here that I would ever – experience no one being you know sat and put at the bottom of a lineup i I, it it took a toll on me for a little while until my dad was like sat me down and he was very honest with me he was like you know you need to be grateful and thankful for the fact that you're in the lineup like you're getting the opportunity to play you need to change your mindset because you're walking in already pissed off rather than you know allowing yourself to be grateful and thankful in that moment and make something of it and i think that's really when it changed for me is after he had that hard conversation with me and i realized i was like you know maybe you're right like i am going about this the wrong way so
0: and It didn't take very long for you to end up back up at four. So there she was. And now she still is batting fourth lineup like IBC. you all knew she, like, she, she could totally get it done up there more than get it done with just her stats. And she is a hitter and everything like that. And like, I remember yeah. I just, I literally tell Sam all the time, like, you're my hero because she's the best hitter last year. I wanted to be in her hitting group all the time because, you know, when you play with the best, you hope that they're going to rub off on you. I even swing Sam's bat, I swing the same bat Sam uses. And, like, for me, when I got moved up in the lineup over spring break, I was batting third. And for me, it didn't really sit in because I'm a sophomore, I didn't really sit in I was batting third until I grabbed the bat from Mel in front of me and turned to do it for the person on deck. And it was Sam was the person on deck. And I'm like, what? I'm like, there is no way right now. I'm here, like, I'm I'm next to Sam in the lineup. It was like a start. It was like a moment I would just have. Like, I'll never forget. It. I was like, bro, mom, I've made it. It was just like one of those moments where I was like, I know how great Sam is, so like having like the honor of just like hitting next turn in the lineup, like that was something like I'll never forget because I just know how, like, I tell everyone, Sam's my hero. So that was I do. It's true. Sam's my hero. <laughs> you talked a little bit about your dad. What's it mean that to have a dad that's like so into it and so supportive and like goes to literally every trip to so like try to watch you play,
1: and a mom. But, well, yeah, my mom too. Mom. <laughs> I don't- okay. It's kind of crazy that you asked me that, because I've become so, like, accustomed to him being there, and always being so early, which everybody knows. And if so early, oh, wait,
0: yeah. he's there before we even get there, and if he's with not Richard. there before we get there, then Sam, that, it's yeah. like, like, what is going on with this kid? Yeah. He, like, gets out of his car with Maggie Yachty's dad, Richard, and they, Richard, like, and they flap and it Oh, They've got a bromance. While we're uh,
1: uh, pulling in, it's so funny, every time, it's a little... Oh yeah, if, um, I don't know. I just so when I was in high school, my dad played football at Michigan State, and he used to try to guide me, and he would tell me these things all the time about college athletics and playing at this level. And he's a coach. He expects a coach. lot. He's a he's coaching coach. He expects a lot. He pushed me to limits, past limits. I feel like all guys uh, are very similar. Nonstop. So yeah, we all we his all have dad. dad's dad. I know yeah dad's that work in schools. Yeah, and he he was crazy We didn't get along the greatest in high school because I was very, you know <laughs> Stubborn and didn't want to listen to him. He did one of his players Sam
0: That has to been interesting. Let's talk a little bit about what it was like Dating your dad's player. I mean that had to be some awkward family dinners
1: That's funny. Oh um, <laughs> so yeah my now fiance I thought about that. I was in a yeah he's actually in Pittsburgh so he came in to Maslin, so he didn't know my dad and our reputation as a family, and I he didn't really know my dad. My dad is known as the crazy one. <laughs> like my dad is the one that everybody's afraid of. He's the one that makes boys cry. high school boys. like he's the one that everyone's scared of. so he didn't really know my dad coming in. and were you dating before like when he came here? No. No, that's a funny story. I was okay. I'm gonna. I'm gonna tell it. He was on the sideline at the first scrimmage, and I remember I was sitting next to my mom and my friend who was dating football player at the time. And I was like, "Who is that? Like, who is that?" It's um, no. Children, no, it's funny. Oh, yeah, it's a man. <laughs> yes, it. It was. he was. It really was on the spot, and that was before school started. So, like, a couple weeks passes past and school starts and he's in my art class and I'm like oh my god it's it's him Bart. No I'm sorry. (laughs) You took art and Ty took art. Like that's something I didn't know. Oh yeah. Definitely took art. (laughs) Yep and we were terrible. That doesn't surprise me. Horrible at it. But yeah he was in my art class and it had Mm -hmm. the history. The rest is history. But the first time he came to my house first of all I was so scared to ask if he could come to my house for the first time. But my dad like, didn't know how to react so much that he didn't even come home. Like, he did not come home. He wouldn't come home until Ty was gone because he seemed so uncomfortable with his daughter having a boy over. That's like, so oh. pretty, uh, bold, not bold, but like brave. Yeah, oh, uh, yeah. Going one the coaches.
0: Yeah, I don't yeah, know anyone that would have done that in my high school. I didn't even talk to boys in that, that high school. I know. I might have had a right football player that played for my dad. You know, right? Right? No way. They were like, "Dude, what are you doing?" And right, literally And then I guess it paid off because you guys are yeah. getting married. When's that date? Next summer, July. It's on my calendar. <laughs> yeah. Uh, softball, and that will be a funny wedding because you know you're obviously a Division One softball athlete, and then Ty played football at ODU, yeah. so it's gonna be a bunch of tall, big, beefy athletes. You better have the food ready to go. Oh, yeah, you know, <laughs> I just know it. Um, what was I wasn't going to say Dan. So Ty's a big boy, you know, played football and everything. And I'm like, what, how tall is he? Six five. six five. How much does he weigh? He not say okay, big boy. Big boy. Oh, it's just 250. 50. $250, six five. But my money's still on Dan. That's all I know. Whatever happened, my money is still on Dan. I've seen that guy. <laughs> Sam struck out looking and now I got done steady. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But my, yeah, money's on. Yeah, for sure. So this year, um, you're kind of like catching and you're working back and catching, and it's been kind of the lineup has been very, you never know. You never marry. Yeah, but you never know. You never know what our lineup's going to be. But um, how have you just like seen yourself grow? Like, it's crazy to think you're already a senior. Isn't that just a crazy feeling? And I know you have a whole other year and everything like that, but just like, where do you think you've just grown in the biggest parts of your game? Like, thinking, looking back at you, like, when you came in as a freshman
1: to now, like, being a senior. Uh, well, okay, so trusting people to change, like, little things about me as a player was hard for me at first. But once I was able to do that, um, I think that helped me a lot. You know, when I came in as a freshman, they changed a lot about me as a catcher, a lot um i look like a completely different person behind the plate than when i first got here so if you would have seen me then you would understand but (laughs) yeah i don't know just you just grown in a lot of ways oh yeah you just wait till you're a senior and you won't even be the same person oh i bet i can i
0: already see like in everyone like when people come in their freshman year and they like like, I decided to tell a freshman now, because you don't, you don't know. Well, you, you come in like, to see yourself and your class, like, freshman. Like, you don't see, like, right all the years before you, like, I can't even imagine, like, your class
1: as freshman, because they're just, I mean, two years older than me. I just have, like, looked up for you guys for two years now. So, it was like, crazy to think about. Completely different as a class than when we got here.
0: Yeah, you take one year, and one year of, I mean, 20-hour weeks, and, like, uh, out yeah. schedule, three-hour practices a day, individual workouts. I mean, you take all that into just one year and you just can't even measure the amount of growth that happens. So when you come in as a freshman, all these people have grown so much, you don't see that fail and that struggle. So when you're here as a freshman, it's like so overwhelming. And I try to tell like Haley, because she's a freshman now who works over me at shortstop. I'm like, Haley, you have no idea just like how everyone goes through freshman year. It's, I mean, you're going to be overwhelmed because it's just this it's all new and like
1: these people everyone is so good everyone's so good not like sam hacking right No, that's funny that you said that because i was literally watching when i was feeding balls to coach mac today hitting i was like wow like everybody on this field had to be the best to get here like we're hand out of camps of how many people come to those camps um like our travel teams everybody like we are literally the best and i was thinking about that today and it's just i don't know I don't know if it's because, like, senior weekend's coming up, and I'm just feeling nostalgic that, you know, the people I came in with are about to be leaving, but I don't know. It just really hit me today. That's true. That is crazy. I
0: didn't think about that. Like The, the like, camps is, like, a really, like, eye-opening one that you said, too. It's, like, we, so we have, Ohio State Sobo has these camps every summer, and, like, all these girls go to these camps. Hundreds of girls go to these camps, and, like, all these girls want to come play softball, honestly. And it's just like crazy to think about
1: how, um, like, they all just like handpicked each of us to come. Like, the chance of that happening and everything. It's like crazy. Yep. It
0: is crazy. But what you said that stuck out to me was like the group that you came into and that you played with for four years and watched everyone grow, struggle together, success together, accomplish everything. A lot of them are leaving. Three, three that you came in with. And then one that transferred here are leaving, but you and Tegan, Mm -hmm. anyone else? Just you and Tegan staying. Just you and Tegan are staying. So you still got Tigo that's staying here. But um, how does that feel? Like, what are you feeling like knowing that they're out and they're like they're graduating, they're done. But you still have like, are you like, what do you what do you want to do with your life, Sam? Like, are you glad you still got a lot of time to figure out what you're doing now that, like, other people are trying to make all these decisions and everything? They're talking about, like, job line has starting lining up to at like, what I'm doing with my life. I don't know. I don't know. But you still have time. That's the thing. Like, a lot of girls are graduating. They're staying in the locker room today, even though, like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I got a job offer here, but I could also go back home and take Yeah, but, like, it's yeah. like I don't know. But how good is it feeling now that, like, you still have time? Are you still getting nervous about
1: it? Yeah, I'm, I am mean, I'm still nervous about it because it's like real life is so close and that's so weird because, like, what? We come in here and our focus is being, you know, these elite softball players. I mean, obviously elite in the classroom, too, but it's like, hey, a point in your life in which, like, real life is about to happen. And, and softball can no longer be my real life. It's weird. That is weird to think about. Are you? What do you think? You give lessons already. Is that something you enjoy doing? Yeah, I actually, I really want to open, like, my own place back home. I think that'd be perfect for you. mean, yeah. yeah. on there, not, like, as my actual job, but. Dan, can you get in there?
0: I'll give lessons. <laughs> you and Ty can go into business. Ty can oh give football God. lessons. You can give strength training. Nope. Whatever. Sam shakes her head no. Never mind. Not for Ty. Ty's not a lesson. Not for Ty. I can just chef up some dumplings in the back. <laughs> I <laughs> love dumpling. This six five three fifty guy loves. <laughs> 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 that was so funny. I'm sorry. I get the numbers hanging. <laughs> this slide swing, so it's over. I, I? No, I love you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Those accidents happen. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, so going into postseason, because we have. Minnesota this weekend, Nebraska, and then we're heading into the Big Ten tournament. What are your thoughts going in this Big Ten tournament this year? Like, just knowing we had last year, there was a lot of dominant pitchers. I mean, we had Scirocco, we had Danielle Williams, and Danielle's back, but, I mean, the number is 50-50. Yeah, she's not, I mean, just... yeah, she's not doing what she's done in the past. So what, what do you think this postseason Big Ten tournament is looking
1: like? I think that our postseason, I was just talking about this earlier today, I think that we have actually a very good chance like if we approach the game the way that we need to Mm -hmm. and don't take any at at uh, at bats for granted or off i think that we have a very good chance and obviously this is a projection but we're projected to go to alabama uh, for regionals and obviously when you say alabama it sounds intimidating like you know it's alabama but i think that i'll take our odds there Against Alabama. I will take rods against Alabama this year. Okay, Sam, I game. I will. Good. Ray, what do you think
0: postseason Big Ten tournament? Yeah, kind of just what Sam was saying. Like, there's not very many dominant pitchers like there has been in the past in the Big Ten. So I really think, like, the best hitters and, like, having very good defense like can take you very, very far in this Big Ten tournament. Yeah, I think that's the biggest thing we've seen in the Big Ten is that like teams can hit in the Big Ten. Like we've got teams that can hit and we don't have an ace pitcher. I mean, that's just going to help the hitter's odds out even more for what we've seen this year. So I think it just comes down to who shows up during tournament, you know, tournament one and done. I mean, the first loss you got, you're done for that tournament, for the tournament. So that's how our Big Ten tournament works at least. But um, so just who shows up and I mean, our lineup, when our lineup's on, our lineup's on and there's not many teams that we can't compete with. if any teams that we can't compete with our lineup's on, so... Um, I'm excited for the tournament. I think tournament play is one of the most exciting times, Big Ten tournament play especially, because you know all these teams, you played them, I mean, everyone, you're familiar with everyone, so just, like, everyone there, showing out, you can show up when you need to. That's fun, it's like travel ball again. I know, it is! It really is, it's like travel ball again. One game a day, survive in advance, you got the bracket set up. So, yeah, that's that'll be exciting. So, we'll see what goes on for this Big Ten tournament, but uh, any last comments yet? Sam, Sam. She's excited for another year. Yeah. And a wedding. Yeah.
1: And that's our off. We don't want to stress her out about anything else. Far. We have a lot to plan, okay? Yes, she does. some kind of wedding dressy. I have no idea. One that makes me look. Good. Do you know any colors yet? No, I haven't picked my colors. I'm thinking black and white. Oh, you can wear your cow
0: slippers down the aisle. Yes, exactly. I knew it. There you go. I helped you with one step.
1: Cake flavor. Cake flavor. I. Ooh, that's a good question.
0: You have the venue though. Do. We do have a venue. We And kind of food for the S.
1: Um, it's a buffet. That's all I know. I haven't picked any of the food or anything yet. I love that. It's great. All right. Yeah. Time. If you're listening, stay and stay. It it's
0: good. Well, only time will tell. We got postseason and a wedding and the brothers Isaiah and Sam's figuring out her career. Where Reagan and I still have two more years of school. I just got to get through these exams right now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for listening and join us for another episode of Players Only Podcast on Scarlet the Great <laughs> Sports Radio. Great job, Reagan. And once again, we got Sam Hackerback, the famous <laughs> Mikey Rowling. Sam, Sam. Sam, thanks for joining us today, Sam. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Have a great day, everybody. Thank you.